Hi, and welcome to Spawned, a podcast with a common sense take on parenting and parenting culture. Um, except way funnier than that sounds, hopefully. Yeah, that sounds kind of lame. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. We're the moms behind Cool Mom Picks. I've got three girls and a boy. I have two girls. So we always say we have six kids between us that, that we, we know, know of. <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about why in the world did we call our podcast Spawned? Yeah, that turned out to be harder than even naming our kids. And... Then we'll move on to one of the topics parents are concerned about most, which is how to manage your kids' screen time. And finally, we'll close out our show with each of our own cool picks of the week. But first, if you have any questions for topics you want to hear about or questions you want answered, you know, anonymously for a friend, just reach out to us at spawned at coolmompicks.com. Or you can tweet us at coolmompicks or visit our Facebook page. All right. So we want to talk about how we came up with the name Spawned. Yeah, this really was tough. I know. I felt like we were naming kids. It's like the rule where you don't tell anyone your kid's name and you just tell them, like, we're going to name her Miracle. Or you want a unique name, like people want these days, and everything we came up with was already taken. So thanks a lot, podcasters. Yeah, well, look, we wanted to come up with something that we knew was about parenting. But, you know, we take our job as parents seriously, but not necessarily we don't take life so seriously. No, we're not often that serious. So we wanted people to know that we have opinions about things. Of but course. we're definitely not judgy parents. Like maybe if your kids are co-sleeping with you till they're 27, we or might. like the Coca-Cola in the baby bottle. Yeah, <laughs> not such a good choice. But otherwise, you know, we're just trying to figure out what would be the best thing to, to help sum this up. And so, you know, if we called it something like parenting sense, that would be snoring terrible, right now. Awful. Although moms do need sleep. Dads need sleep. I can get it, but not on, on not on our behalf. Okay, right. you know I like the idea. That you had a column once called "The Condom Broke" because yeah. you have four kids. <laughs> I liked that one. I like I that really too. Did. You know, I think but I only have two kids. I can't really use that. Hey, P.S. I don't think I can actually use it either. I also like the name Legos in the bed, but we would probably have some legal <laughs> trademark issues yeah, with or that one. Legos under my foot. Legos embedded in my skin forever. Well, yeah, no, that's not a good. Podcast you had name. a great one because I mentioned cereal for dinner. Yes. And I said, let's call our podcast Serial. Maybe we should. Well, you know what? If Spawn doesn't work, we're going to be the Serial with a C podcast with Kristen and Liz. Well, and I loved the never ending play date. Although then we felt people, we felt like people might be a little scared. Like this is they never, would never invite end. us to play dates, or that the podcast would never. It was end. like a blues traveler song. So Spawn seemed to be a great way to articulate our view on parenting. Is like yes, we have kids, and sometimes it's a little science fictiony to us too. And you know what? If we weren't laughing, we'd be crying. So you always say that, Kristen. I always do. All right. So listen. Let us know what you think about the name Spawn. It's okay. We can take it, right, Liz? We can Liz? take it. We're thick-skinned. So tweet us at Cool Mom Picks or visit our Facebook page. And we love to get email at spawned at coolmompicks.com. All right, moving on. We've got more to talk about, Liz. And this yeah. is a hot topic. So hot. This is something that parents talk about constantly. But yeah. you were telling me the other day the story about your friend. Yeah, I was talking to a reporter from a newspaper who said that she wanted to write more about rules for screen time, but that her editor was under the impression that parents didn't actually want to read that because they're too embarrassed to admit that they need tips for managing kids' screen time. Oh, that is interesting because, you know, on our sites, on Cool Mom Tech especially, those posts are some of the most popular ones that we've done. Look, we admit it. Like, screens are great. They can be educational. They can be fun. They can help your kids enter the world and socialize. Um, But the problem is what happens when this entertainment device 
and this educational device come together and just usurp all of your kids' time. I know that personally, when I talk about it with other people and, you know, people are like, how much time do your kids spend on their gadgets? I always find myself like becoming like kind of backtracking a little bit. Like I'll be like, oh, well, they're on for an hour, but they have to earn it. There's always a but, right? There's always a but. And, you know, there was research put out by Kaiser a few years back that the average kid in the U.S. spends 7.38 hours a day on screens. So, wow. you know, if your kids are on screens, like, don't feel embarrassed. Like, there needs to be balance, right? So you don't want your kids on screens all the time. And I think that's why parents come to us on Cool Mom Tech and say, you know, look, I don't mind my kid using it for research or watching YouTube videos or playing Minecraft. Like, my kids want to do all day long. But how do I balance it? Like, how do I create rules and how do I create boundaries? And you always, Kristen, have awesome tips about this. I mean, you have four kids to manage. I do have a lot of kids. I do have a lot of gadgets. And I think one of the posts that resonated so much with our readers and, you know, most of them who uh, were parents was the marble jar. Oh, this was so smart. And it's so easy. And I have to give, you know, a hat tip to my kid's therapist. Hey. Hey, kid's therapist. (laughs) Because that's where I got it from. And so here's how it works. And of course, listen, just so you know, we are going to take every article that we talk about on Spawned and put it on a special page on Cool Mom Picks. So a if you're, special page a just special for page. you. So if you don't have a pen and paper or you're not holding your phone and typing with one finger on your notes, <laughs> we can help you out. So you will you can go over to CoolMomPicks.com and get all this. So the marble jar is basically a jar. Mm-hmm. And marbles. I know this is super complicated. Wait, Stay a jar with me. And marbles in the marble jar. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's I amazing. never would have put that together. And then I get I go a little crazy and I put a sticker on the marble jar with my kid's name because I got so many to keep track of. Yeah, well, kids like to know that yeah, something yeah. is theirs. And then I use like a kitchen timer. And basically, my kids do chores. They, you know, f- sometimes they're, it's just a matter of, hey, you know what? Today, you did what I asked you to do and you didn't throw an epic tantrum. And so then you they a earn marble. a marble. They earn a marble. But what I think is fascinating is it's not a punishment system. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And so what happens is when they want to play their video games, they want to get on the iPad or their tablet, they pay me a marble. And so everyone's household is different. The marbles can be worth 15 minutes. They can be worth half an hour. You can come up with your own rules. But let me tell you, and I know you tried it, it's really easy to manage as parents. Because, look, I cannot keep up with, like, 40 stars and sticker charts. Well, what I loved about it especially is that if a kid does something wrong, you don't say, I'm taking away a marble, which is the way I think a lot of parents Absolutely, reward sure, systems. Sure. What I love is saying to my kids, okay, you don't want to finish your vegetables? Feel free to pay me a marble to eat them all. So they're making choices yeah. about how to allot their time. And you can earn marbles any way you want. So, you know, it can be for my kids, one of the big things was that they liked to come visit at two in the morning. And I'm not so keen <laughs> your on bedroom. Yes. I'm not so keen They're on not that. like out somewhere else and knocking on the front door, right? No, not at a neighbor's house. Okay, good. Yeah. I don't know if we could do the marble situation for that. But, you know, so they were earning marbles by staying in their bed. So if you have something your kids are working on, the marble jar is awesome. I don't think it's that different than people using stickers or other no, reward systems. No, it's not. Now, the difference is, though, you're using it towards screen time. And there's yes. some controversy about whether screen time should be used as a reward or not. I talked to someone from Common Sense Media, which, ugh, if you guys don't use it, it is the most amazing app and website. I always it's a check great it resource. before I watch, like, some nostalgic movie that I want to share <laughs> with my kids. Like, let's watch Grease. And I'm like, ooh, I forgot about the condom yeah, scene. Yeah, and that those <laughs> words in that song, it's not, what, cream? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll skip over 
greased lightning. So anyway, Common Sense Media, fantastic site. And um, I was talking to someone from there yesterday, and she was saying that they believe that screen time should be more something incorporated into everyday life as opposed to a reward and a treat because otherwise it kind of makes it feel like special and out of reach and it makes kids want it more. Hmm, What do you think about that? I'm not so sure about that. I mean, why, if you have something that your kids are interested in and it motivates them to like make their bed or put the dishes away or just not whine once, I say let it be screen time. Yeah, I think it's just a way to help people management. But I understand that there are other rewards that people can have. You can take kids out for ice cream if they do something great. You can bring them to the park. There's not always screen time as your only reward, I hope. Yeah, no, I don't. My kids have, they want money lately. So. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully no screen time when you go out for ice cream. That's actually one of our rules. Yeah, tell me about that, Liz, because you have a couple really great tech rules in your home. Well, when my daughter was saying, can you wake me up at 6.30 before school so I can play a little Minecraft? (laughs) I knew we had a problem. So first of all, all the devices they know are mine and being lent to them. Oh, that's great. So like you're the library and they're renting the books. Exactly. So when they say, can I have my iPad? I say, uh whose iPad is that? <laughs> Even though it's like 18 years old and cracked, you know, it it's doesn't matter. my cracked iPad. Back when I was a kid. <laughs> in the 2011. <laughs> so um, I keep them in my room every night and that way I know they're not getting them before I want them to have them. The other thing is, since they were little, there is a no screens at the table rule and especially when we go out to restaurants. Yes. I, you know what? I adopted this from you. This was really inspiring. It drives me crazy and like I, I really don't want to judge parents who feel like that's the only way to control their kids but from when my kids were super young, what we did was, you know, gave them crayons and gave them things to play with and gave them little toys. And so when they grew up not having screens as an option in restaurants, they learned to make use of their imagination. And the second they were having a meltdown, out they went. And so now wait, they're like, what is, wait, they make use of their imagination? I know. You're what is so this groundbreaking? <laughs> and it's not that there aren't imaginative play opportunities through iPad apps. But, um, you know, I find it kind of annoying just as a diner if I'm in, I was in a really nice restaurant with my kids and my family on Christmas Eve. And to see the glow of the LCD screens all around the restaurant on Christmas, like I thought that was kind of like a little selfish. Like I don't want to see your screen. Now I will say this though, Mm -hmm. that a couple weeks ago I was in a waiting area at a restaurant and I looked down and I saw a little girl using the flashlight on her phone to read a book. Oh, that's that, awesome. Isn't that awesome? Okay, see, but that's the I challenge. I think bump her. I think parents have that <laughs> challenge with like an iPhone. It's not just a source for games, right? Yeah, absolutely. What is with kids in the morning and wanting to play the gadgets? Because that's a big thing at my house, yeah. too. And so what we do is I have a list that everyone has to complete in the morning mm-hmm. before they get to play their gadgets. Because my oh. kids wake up at like like six and that's late if if my son sleeps until six i know you're on facebook at 5 30 always I, like yeah i'm <laughs> hey, up again what's up so <laughs> they have a list so they have to be dressed they have to eat their breakfast they have to my kids actually do their homework in the morning so it's, it is a reward thing for you they a, get their chores it done is, and it is but they have to have everything completed and the caveat is if they do not and i come down then they lose the gadget. So So smart. Yeah. And here, I'll tell you just one more thing that we like to do. I think it's important to be engaged with your kids. And so I think there's a difference between you alone on a tablet with headphones on 
and everybody's yes. a family doing something together. Like my fun, my kids will make fun of us. Sunday night we always watched Once Upon a Time together, which awesome show. Yes, yes. We my love daughter it too. knows what foreshadowing <laughs> is because of that show. And so one of the things that I do is I go, okay, screens down, we're watching TV, and they make fun of me. <laughs> They're like, this is TV. It's another what- screen. But you know, I think there's a, a difference between. Um, screen time alone and screen time together. And I think that active watching of movie, media, music as a family can actually be really enriching for kids. And, you know, once upon a time, we talk about literary devices and symbolism and all the stuff going on. And, you know, sometimes my kids love it when I just play a video game with them, as terrible as I am at Little Big Planet 3. Oh, I wish I had video of that. I feel like I need, <laughs> that needs to be in my we'll life. We'll tape it for you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, listen, we're not the only ones talking about managing your screen time because we we know, even though the editor at the unnamed magazine might not have thought it, it's actually a really important topic and one that our readers ask about a lot. But also, I really liked the article over at um, Apartment Therapy. Mm, yeah. It's called The Wired Family, and we'll put that up on our podcast page. I thought it was just a really thoughtful, you know, just simple tips for parents. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things that stands out for us is that, what you know, for articles that we read ourselves and also that we share is that we just don't want it to be judged. We won't. We don't want parents to read it and then immediately run Even away and I throw admit, away their TV. I was a little judgy about not wanting to see screens <laughs> when I'm out to like a really expensive prefix dinner. But other than that, I, th- I understand. I parents like, do what they have to do. No, I think we have like our five judgy things card. Like you have those five people, you know, <laughs> five people like, you're allowed to sleep with. Yeah. So it's like your five things that you can be judgy about I parenting. Like that. I think. Okay. I think we need every to do parent, that. write down your five judgy things. <laughs> Send them to us at spawned at coolmompics.com, and we're going to read the best ones. Yeah. I love that idea. That's a great idea. All right. So if you're trying to manage your screen time, what are our tips for everybody that they can take away from this? Mine is figure out your own boundaries. Set a good example. So if you've always got your phone and you're telling your kids to get off theirs, that doesn't work. Yeah, I would also say consider participating with your kids when it comes to screen time and don't just make it time alone. And make sure that you decide whether it's a reward or just yet another free time activity. Because I think when parents put a little thought into it, that really helps them figure out how to go from there. And set up a system that allows your kids to start making responsible choices. And I think, yeah. you know, I really loved Asha's article, our friend Asha Dornfest at parenthacks.com. Such a great site. It's a really wonderful article, and it talks about empowering your kids. So it's not like just a set of rules, but it's a mm-hmm. fluid conversation and a situation because they're going to get older. She's they, great. Yeah. If you want any tips on common sense parenting, she also has a book called Minimalist Parenting, which I is fantastic awesome book she's like my go-to expert and we'll link that article as well and I think most importantly is that you need to have conversations about it talk about it because I know for my kids in in certain circumstances it's like you know on a Saturday morning it's kind of we just do a free-for-all and I think Mm -hmm. you know you need to set up your own rules and how you work it for your own family but it needs to be a constant and conversation. And hey, look, parents need help. I get it. Like, we used to call it Elmo time. Like, if it weren't for <laughs> Elmo, I probably wouldn't have had a second child, first of all. I wouldn't have had a shower, <laughs> ever. Yeah. So, like, we got it. It can be a really good tool and important for parents, and there's a lot of positive benefits of screen time, too. All right, so we want to know, what do you think about screen time as a reward? Do you have any of your own tips to mm, share? Yeah. Do you lock your, their phone in a gigantic box that actually they do exist, by the way? We want to know, so tweet us at Cool Mom Picks. 
You can visit us on Facebook, which is also Cool Mom Picks, or send us an email, spawned at coolmompicks.com. And visit our Spawned podcast page on Cool Mom Picks, and you'll find all the articles and posts that we're talking about here today. How handy. We've got it together, at least when it comes to this. <laughs> I'm not, I feel <laughs> like I another need, topic for I another need like day. a life page. Can we do that on Cool Mom Picks? I'll make one for you. <laughs> all right. So now we are going to share our Cool Picks of the Week, and we're yeah. going to be doing it every week. Because there's so much cool stuff out there. We can't even fit it all on our website. So it could be just a great quote we heard, a life-changing pair of jeans. Which, ladies, you know... Jeans. I'm not a big jeans wearer, so I'm all up for the life-changing pair of jeans. I want life-changing It could just be an jeans. article that we've seen that we love yeah. or another podcast. Yeah, or you know what? Whatever makes you feel happy and feel cooler. Or like you just feel like a little more like yourself before you had kids, right? <laughs> well, we're not going to be sharing like baby's first martini set. No, thank you. No. Okay. Um. So my cool pick of the week is I have to give props to Minecraft for Alex, which is the first default female Minecraft character that's just launching on PE, meaning the the pocket edition for the app this month. So it's been something that's been available through a skin for those of you who understand okay, Minecraft. We just, I just have to say that Liz mm-hmm. is like, like, hello, Minecraft guru. Well, I feel like my kids are into it. I need to know a little that's more awesome. about it. But you know what? Girls are so digging STEM like nothing ever before and minecraft is really a great route i mean i think the reason my daughter joined her robotics club at school in first lego league was in part because of her excitement with minecraft and the fact that now she can see a female character and not have to take steve and like skin him to look like a woman i think psychologically (laughs) that goes a long way for girls it says you're welcome in this world well and you know what's funny i have to say is that (laughs) when we featured this on the site yeah you got a comment from someone that basically said oh this isn't news because there have been girls before but like we got mansplained we did get mansplained a little he said if you knew anything about Minecraft you would know that there were skins on the PC version but But that's not the same yeah it's not the same and my kids don't play on the PC version I kind of limit their interaction with other people so uh, at least when it comes to Minecraft yeah no not in real life (laughs) they're not like bubble children so anyway I'm giving a shout out to Alex the new Minecraft female character one small step for gamers one giant step for my daughter (laughs) I like it. That's catchy. All right. How about you, Kristen? uh, My pick of the week is going to be a website. It's oh yeah, it's BuzzFeed Parents. Oh, and I can't even believe I'm saying that BuzzFeed, because let's be honest, like you think BuzzFeed Parents Network, the GIF Network, you feel like you're going to go and it's going to be how to peel a banana in 400 gifts. And (laughs) you know, I have to say, now granted, two of our friends, Morgan Morgan Shanahan and Mike Spore, who are are, fantastic bloggers, yeah, and they are in charge of it. But I have to say that every Every time I go there, I am I laugh, I I, I cry. I just <laughs> find something that I can really um, you know, I can I don't know, there's just a really great takeaway. I think they've brought some soul to it yes. because they're real parents and with all due respect to the awesome BuzzFeed staff that turns out tons of content. You can kind of tell when it's like a 19-year-old writing about parenting comment and when it's Morgan. Yeah, no, it's you can definitely tell the difference. And I feel like it's clever. And, you know, when you click the link, I think we all know that sometimes you click a link and there are surprises. Some are really awesome and some are <laughs> not yeah. so great in terms of what you're getting. But I think f- for the most part, I feel like they're really thoughtful about what they put out there. And, you know, parents are so busy. Mm-hmm. 
it's really hard for me to find time to read stuff. And so when I do find something that is entertaining and interesting and educational, yes, yes. I'm, I'm actually saying BuzzFeed Parents has been educational. Well, the other thing they do, I think that's lovely, is they really aggregate from other parenting sites and networks and give credit. So I just like that they help me find other great blogs and writers and content creators out there, too. They're like, oh, there are other people. So here's to all the great curators and aggregators out there, and especially to BuzzFeed Parents, which has really stepped it up over the last few months. Yeah. So if you want more information about Alex and uh, you want to check out some of our favorite links from BuzzFeed Parents, you can head over to our Spawned podcast page on Cool Mom Picks. And also, you know what? We would love to know like your favorite picks. What are some life-changing things that you found? Oh, our readers tend to be incredibly opinionated yeah. about this. Yeah. So. I mean, it could be the wine sippy cup. The wine sippy the cup. Wine sippy Maybe cup. we'll talk about that next week. Or like the best white t-shirt. Do you know how hard it is to find a white t-shirt? Or, like, you know, anything made by Spanx. Yes, anything made by Spanx. I think that's it for our first episode of Spawns with Kristen and Liz. We made it. It was Yay. way easier than childbirth. You did very well. <laughs> so our producer, thank you so much, is Henry Malofsky. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply, Yay. who are the bomb. And we don't know if it's cool to say that, but we're saying it anyway. We have our own podcast. It we back. can do what we want. All right, so let us know what you think of the show. You can find us on, ready? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. We're not on MySpace. Ugh, yeah, we had to get do rid of that. Do not look for us on MySpace. We're not there. <laughs> or you can email us, spawned at coolmompics.com. And don't forget, we are going to have an entire page with everything we talked about on our website, coolmompicswithak.com, because if you go to the other one... Actually, it'll redirect, but, you know, you don't want to... Yeah, yeah, it's not pictures of milfs or <laughs> not anything like that. And, by the way, if you like the show, please tell a friend, which would make us so ever grateful to you. And subscribe to us in iTunes, Stitcher, your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a really nice five-star rating or comment when you subscribe. If you do, Kristen will personally deliver hand-baked chocolate chip cookies to each of you that i didn't make myself and that's a good thing although i thought that you were offering free babysitting for a year yes free babysitting for a year for every single five-star rating that's we're sticking to it (laughs) thanks for listening to spawn this is Kristen, and this is liz and we can't wait to talk to you next time bye This podcast is part of the Panoply Network. Check out our entire roster of podcasts at iTunes.